All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the brand new show you thought you'd never want it, but it's here. You're going to like it. You're going to take it like a roofie on prime night. Just let it happen, folks. Just let it happen. Welcome to the most enlightening, controversial, awe-inspiring, most talked about podcast that your mother fears and your friends look forward to. This is a new show called uh, Slacking Majestically. It's a mouthful, but you'll like it. You'll come to accept it. You'll come to enjoy it. And I am your ever-intriguing host, Adrian. I know, basic. And uh, coming to you live from the sound of my voice in the studio, not my home. And with me, let me introduce to you my co-host, the syrup to my soda, the frosting to my donut, the voice that soothes, yet will offend you on so many levels, it's not even funny, the majestic one, my co-host, Ashley Majestic. <laughs> Welcome to the very first show... How are you? I am doing spectacular. I am feeling very majestic at the moment, uh, especially with this being the official beginning of our new show together as co-hosts. And, you know, it's going to be a shitty ride, but I think we're all going to enjoy it. It's going to be great. It's going to be, you know, uh, there's going to be some ups and downs for, you know, sometimes we'll make you laugh, we'll make you cry, make you upset. But most importantly, we're going to make you laugh. Absolutely. Try. We're going to make you <laughs> feel all those emotions, and we're going to make you feel like you have hair in funny places, but it's okay. It's natural. It's a part of life. You probably do. Absolutely. When your voice starts to get deep, it's okay. It's natural. Let Mother Nature take its course. And this is the new show. It's not a spawn off the Henry O Podcast show. It's not its child. It's something totally different. We feel that times are changing, so I think it's time for us to have our own little special slice of life in the podcast world. I think it's time to make another dent in the podcast world with us, because with our personality and what we say and how we react to things, it's going to be different. Now, first, we're still going to be under podbean.com. It's still going to be under Walker AC 76. That's where you're going to find all the old shows, plus these newer shows. We're going to change over a little bit, but just bear with us. And you can find the older stuff from Henry the Fox on uh, Walker AC on YouTube. And look up my dear co-host on Instagram under Majestic Nerd Ladies, all one word, to see what she looks like. And all her funny words and all the other funny stuff that she brings to the table. Anything you would like to uh, push upon our new victims? Um... Well, if you ever get in touch with me through Instagram, I am not shy from messages as long as, you know, they don't cross lines, of course. Um, I do not send nudes. I only send, the only nudie pictures I put, I send will be of like, you know, turkeys that are about to be put in the oven, those naked cats, naked, you know, mole rats, those I'll probably send to you. Um, but you know what? Uh feeling pretty good about this and you know it's kind of like a little it's a little sad just a little bit that you know henry the fox is no longer gonna be doing podcasts and you know the his show is has been complete and i don't think i think maybe some of the listeners weren't prepared for that yes. and some of them might you know but it's okay you know henry would have wanted this absolutely and see with this show like i said we're totally separate henry has his own thing you'll still hear his voice not as much but you'll still hear his voice but i think it's time you know, we expand a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to hurt some feelings. We're going to offend a little bit. 
But once again, this is 2018. We're going to talk about a lot of things, comfortable and uncomfortable. We're going to say some things on our mind. And the followers or Henry the Fox, you're still going to be there. He's still going to talk to you. But we want some new listeners also. We want to expand your mind a little bit. Now, once again, please don't misunderstand. We're not here just to say fuck for the sake of saying fuck. We're going to say it in content and in good content. So if the word fuck offends you, think of it this way. We spell it P-H-U-C-K, so that's not all that bad. So earmuffs children, get ready for a bumpy first episode. Once again, my dear majestic one, tell me about you. Oh, gosh, don't make me do that. If anyone can relate to this when you're in class and suddenly a teacher tells you to stand up and introduce yourself and talk about yourself and you're on the spot, that's how I'm feeling right now. And, you know, apparently that's what my co-host loves to do is put me on the spot, which is what I hate. So something about myself. Um... I work in customer service, therefore I have a lot of inner rage. And a lot of that you will probably see because we do record these podcasts usually after we have finished work. So there is a lot of internal screaming rage on the inside that we want to get out. This is where the, the curse words will come out, especially the F word, as my co-host likes to spell P-H-U-C-K, as autocorrect would like to do, is D-U-C-K. But, you know, so those words will come out. Uh, anyway, about me, I feel like, um, hmm, to sum it up, I have long hair and a short attention span to go with it. Um, I will probably forget what I'm saying mid-sentence. Squirrel. I stutter. Yeah, squirrel. Oh my God. Um, you know, I just try to enjoy things. I try to enjoy life. I mean, I get a little upset. Of course, I rant and rave, but I just try to make the best of things. I try to find humor in everything. That's why you'll probably hear me laughing a lot of times when... Adrian is talking because I will probably be thinking that's what she said <laughs> and you know I like my nerd stuff um, and I just like that I'm able to be able to put a voice out there and so every show there'll be something to talk about and things maybe I feel like I want to say that's been burning up in me I can get out so you know that wasn't really describing me I think but uh, I like green uh, long walks on the beach um, um, I hate wine I love vodka, beer. It's okay. Um, so yeah, let's let's uh, let's shive on here. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Fine. To be fair, I'll tell you about me. My name is Adrian. I like long walks on the beach, beautiful sunsets, dry humping cheerleaders' legs on Sundays. Just it's okay. It's a Thursday. I think we're safe. Someone's gonna bring up the Me Too movement right now because you said that. I support it. It's dry humping. Don't worry. There'll be no mess. Uh, also, I, no uh, yeah, I, you know, I uh, do artwork, I do writing, uh, I love wrestling, yes, I'm not a wrestling nerd, yes, I know it's fake, just like movies and television shows, it's all fake, yes, I know, and this is my little foray into the podcasting world to get my words out there. Now, I don't expect a humongous turnout, I don't expect 50 million viewers, listeners, if I only can have just one, that lets me know that I can get my words out there, because everyone has something to say. And I feel that everyone needs a voice. So this is why we came up with this show. It's not everyone's cup of tea, nor it should be. It's just two people sitting down and talking about things on our minds. And once again, we do want the feedback. Want your feedback, positive, negative, whatever. Bring it on. I am ready. So Ashley, if you're ready. So I guess to start this off would be about censorship. 
you know, where we're already talking about, you know, how we might offend people, we're going to kind of let, let our minds out. So I'm not going to say this this show is going to be PC. We are definitely not PC. But at the same time, we're not going to be sitting here with the intention of offending people. It's not that way. It's just if we say something and it does offend you, it's not going to be intentional unless we deliver to say, hey, this is intentional. Like, um, as Adrian said, you know, um, he likes watching wrestling, which is fake and stuff. My immediate thought was, well, if any of our listeners watch the Kardashians, they're used to watching fake shit. So, you know, but with censorship, I, you know, first say is, you know, I've noticed from the last podcast, you know, that there was a couple couple people that are quite shocked with my vocabulary being rated R instead of the PG that might, that, you know, was beforehand. So just to clarify here, you know, the F word is pretty much as far as the scale goes it's very rare that I will be very creative with words that if you can think of Cartman from South Park, you will know what I mean. And, you know, it's just, it's something to go along with, you know, it's, I'm not going to stop it. If it's something that you don't appreciate, don't want to lose any listeners over it, but it simply is, you know, something to kind of accept. It's just something that's a little different. It's me being me. And, you know, if you want something like that, you know, you need to go watch PBS and, you know, watch all that stuff and then mentally prepare yourself when you want to listen to this podcast. So with censorship, it's, if it's kids listening and things like that, I mean, I can understand, don't play it when your kids are listening. It, you know, don't put, don't try to force censorship on us when we just want to talk about what's on our minds. We're not making anyone listen to this there's no gunpoint in your head we're not trying to force anything on you if you're unhappy with something i mean of course let us know we can always talk about it we can bring up in the next show completely open to positive reviews critical reviews um now if you get a little rude and you call up my mama you know i'm gonna try to track down your ip address and we'll go from there she'll put porn on your computer I'm not trying to make them have a good time. Oh, okay. Animal porn. Okay, Ugh. still a good time. Ugh. Anyhow, continue. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's how I've always been. I've always been against censorship with someone trying to censor me. Ever since I was a teenager when MySpace was a thing and when Facebook started being popular and I was still at age 18 and even when I became an adult is I would have family members that would see things I post like funny jokes or maybe a little rant or if I did occasionally and next thing you know my mother or father is calling me saying oh well you shouldn't put that and I said you know what they can hit that delete button and carry on you know carry on the way we're done just just go their own way it's I I don't like to change myself for somebody else for the sake of making someone else happy that's that's not right even when it comes to relationships friendships if you have to change things for yourself and you're not yourself anymore it's not the right way to go. So that's what censorship is, you know, if you're offended, don't listen. You know, just let us be us, and that's that's my input on it. And I agree with you 100%. Um, I've always believed in there are no such things as bad words, only bad intentions. You know, a word is just a word. You know, all depends upon how you say it, it's how you arm it. You know, I've... Always, since I was in my early 20s, that I always thought the word, you know, ass or fuck was never considered a bad word. It just all depended upon the content. It's very classy. 
Absolutely. You know, being an African-American fellow, being called black, always get offended by that. But now, once again, it's all depending upon the word. It's all how you say it. It's all what is malice behind it. And with that, as I get older and I encounter others, I know it's a multi-generational thing. You know, I know it's a professional, it's a classy thing, you know, not to sprinkle certain words in certain subjects, how nowadays it's more the norm, you know, to say those words because it's normal. But once again, as I fight against it, I've come to accept the fact that it's still, it's, it's just progress in the world. You know, that's the way people are nowadays. I cannot harken back to the good old days where we would say the word ass and that will get us in trouble. You know, I understand now that those words are there. Right now, on network TV, on the radio, it's going to be there. We can't stop it. We can't stop evolving. That's who we are. The moment you stop evolving is the moment you pretty much is dead. If you can't keep up with the times, all you are is just a meat with eyeballs, in yeah. my humble opinion. Yeah, I mean, there's, and you know, I mean, we might go a little PG here and go like, you know, I might call you a cootie queen or lit liquor, you know. For those gum commercials, those are still forever going to be my favorite insulting words. You know, so it's all progress, and again, it's just letting loose, and that's something I always feel like is that people get offended way too easily, way, way, way too easily, where sometimes when I'm in public, I feel like if I sneeze, someone might get offended because I sneezed the wrong way. You know, there's there's just a lot, and it's it's very... You feel very pressured when you're out in public that if you're in public, you're waiting in line to get food or you're just doing something, you might say or do something and you're not meaning, like, meaning any words behind it and someone's, next thing you know, you're on social media the next day because you, you I don't know. Uh, now, I get if you're saying a very bad word to somebody or you're being base, basically very racist, that's a whole different story here. But I think people take things way too far and, you know... Like, per se, uh, because I've seen this all the time where people get ran through, especially with uh, people that are trans and uh, bisexual, everything like that. So I listened to a podcast, and someone on that podcast made a good point. For example, when people get really offended, let's say you identify as a female, and but yet you're kind of dressing up like a dude a little bit. You know, you're not really giving out any hints or signs that you are looking female. So someone comes up to you saying, hey, what's up, man? And then you get super offended. I mean, you, you, you can't really blame the person. So it's just quit being uptight. Quit being offended by your, I mean, just kind of let loose. Kind of let things hit your shoulder and roll off. That's how I live. I don't let much of anything offend me. I mean, um, I'm married to a Muslim. It the, the jokes roll off all the time. And he just lets it go. I mean, he makes jokes right back. It's just, it's just having a little fun. But... At the same time, if someone tells you, hey, I don't appreciate that, I do back off. And I know this is not a person to make these jokes with, and I'm being respectful at the same time. But just keep in mind of other people, they don't think and feel the same way as you. And that's why it's just being talking and open to things instead of immediately getting offended and going on social media and ranting about it and embarrassing them. And once again, I agree with everything you say. Because well, yeah, exactly, because <laughs> you're majestic. That's, that's, a cheap, as fuck. that's a cheap plug. Anyhow, but uh, once again, to piggyback off of that, we've just turned into a generation that are just miserable for the sake of being miserable, angry for the sake of being angry, finding things to complain about just for the sake of complaining. And me being in my 40s, I let that out of the bag, uh, me being in my 40s and black, that's yeah, a double threat, um, 
a lot, I've, I've encountered a lot of things. I've encountered racism my whole life. I've encountered being called so many names my whole entire life. I've encountered so much to last me a lifetime. And now I'm at that stage in my life where I just say, fuck it, P-H-U-C-K, that nothing else gets to me because why would it? I mean, why would I waste my life worrying about who likes me and who doesn't like me? Why should I be concerned about, you know, me saying a certain word <clears throat> that, that, really, that really has no really meaning to me? You know, life is too short. And I've preached this so many times in my other shows, you know, that life is too short to let the little things get to you because it can always be worse. Are you going to be concerned if someone calls you a fucking idiot versus, you know, you being on your deathbed? I know it's one extreme to another, but... I don't let words get to me because that's just what they are, words. They have no power behind them unless you give them power, which leads me into my next topic about, about you know, power and positivity and how things can affect you. Now, did you have any capper on that before we jete over to the next topic? Um, I guess, it, I mean, it kind of goes in between what, uh, a little story that's popped in my head, something that just actually just happened recently, but, I mean, we can slide on to the next topic and I can probably put my input in there so oh, we'll jump in whenever you wish it's our show it's we still have the training wheels on folks so just be just just be gentle with us for a little bit and once again it bleeds over to you know the topic of energy and positive negative energy you know how words make a difference how behaviors make a difference so i bring up um positive negative energy is because when you're around someone that's in your living space whether it be a friend or a relative or a loved one the energy feeds off of you back and forth. If you're around someone who's positive 24-7, in my opinion, you live longer. You have much more of a get-up-and-go attitude, much more of a different outlook on life when you're around someone that complements your energy versus being around someone who's miserable or someone who's angry or someone who's, you know, have a very, very short side of you on life 24-7. Because once again, your body feeds off the energy that you that you put in. If you're miserable all the time, you're going to lead a pretty goddamn miserable life. But once again, these are all not based on scientific facts. These are just me from my experiences. Being <clears throat> forty something years old, <clears throat> I have learned that you know, you know, I mean, what you you know what you bring in is what you put out. And I've been a positive person for many many years. I've had my moments where I've had just been just a miserable wreck. But I have to learn that those are just moments. Don't let those moments take control over your life and rule how you should live. Now, you know, I know, Ashley, that you know, you're married to a wonderful husband. And I want to know how, how, how his energy and your energy kind of plays off one another. It, it's kind of like the same energy. I mean, or we kind of balance each other out. Where I'm a little bit more random and spacious. And I focus like a fun jokes. I mean, I'm still responsible. And I, I'll think, but... I think he's the more serious of the two of us, but at the same time, he's he can be on the same level as me, you know, annoying, aggravating, you know, and we have fun together. And, you know, he's been a very good piece of my life where he's made my life for the better because he is usually positive about things. Like, things can get better on me, but it's at, at the same time, you have to work for it, for things to get better. You can't just sit there and wait for things to get better. You can't sit there and be miserable. Oh, you know, poor me. And, and then someone's like, oh, things will get better. Well... You need to make the effort yourself, too. You need, instead of just sitting there and waiting for things to happen. So, you know, I don't really know how to describe 
the energy. I can't say it's positive. I can't say it's negative. It goes in between. But, excuse me, that's how relationships work. You you just balance. It's good when you balance each other out. Like, the energy between the two of you is always a balance. Sometimes it goes a little off, and that's where problems happen. But you just know to fix it before you let it keep going and going until eventually it just breaks you. And it's always about growth, breaking, repairing, you know, evolving, things like that. Where speaking about, you know, energy and being around negative people is something what I was about what I was bringing up a minute ago. Something happened to me last weekend. So just a little quick summary before the story is growing up, I didn't know hardly any family of mine. I met maybe some here and there once or twice in my life. So I didn't really have the big, huge Christmases, Thanksgiving dinners, being surrounded by family. Don't really know much about my family. Nothing. I have like maybe a close handful. And so this past weekend, uh, someone died in my father's side of the family. Someone I never met. Uh, he contacted me through Facebook a long time ago. I thought he was okay. And the funeral was not too far from where I live. So I decided to go with my dad. I'll support. And I ended up meeting family that some I've never met before in my entire life, some I've heard of, some I met maybe when I was a kid a couple times here and there. And I liked it because I'm sitting around talking to some of these people and, you know, they're sharing stories and memories, especially about my grandparents who both passed away before I was born. And I like feeding off of these. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, I feel like these are pieces of me that can connect to myself. So the next day I'm invited to... A family member's house and which is not too far from where I live like well maybe an hour my husband and I both go and things seem fine until there's a few family members that are there and they're getting into political stuff they're getting they're talking about this and they just come off so negative about things and they're just kind of talking about family and they said oh well and one of them made the comment is oh yeah you actually have uh, second or third cousins that live up in Georgia and and they're black and I'm sitting there and like I'm in the pool I'm thinking well what the hell's wrong with that you know and I will kind of made a face and I said listen I'm I don't care who you are as long as you're good to me and good to other people I mean we're cool and then there's kind of like silence and then it's kind of moving on and I, they were all kind of I guess because my husband's a Muslim and I'm pretty sure they didn't really have much experience with Muslims I said, listen, he's he's married to me. He deals with these types of with jokes on the daily basis, and he'll come right back hard with me on jokes. And it's cool. So they start letting out jokes, and it's comfortable and having these conversations. And then, again, I think one of them goes back into, you know, this and says, listen, you know, I'm married to a man from the Middle East. So I'm not really too far off of the bat with family members that married outside of the white race. I mean, why, why is this such a bad thing? But, again, I was keeping my mouth shut. Because I, fire me is like, why am I not speaking up against this? This is just, why are you talking like this? But at the same time, this is family, and I want to know my family. So, trying to make the story wrap up a little bit, but towards the end, it's just one family member, my husband and I, and this family member is asking my husband questions. And my husband came here on a student visa before he met me and everything to get his master's degree and, and... we met and said, so, but his original idea was to come over here, get his master's degree and go back to his country or go to another country, this and that. This family member is accusing my husband of, oh, so you're just coming here to, you just came here to take what we gave you 
And instead of helping us with the knowledge we provide you, you're going back to your country to use it against us. Wow. And my husband looks at this family member saying, "Why? how would I use it against you? And this this family was like, oh, I'm just asking questions. It's nothing. I'm not trying to come off as bad. And I'm still keeping my mouth shut. And just saying these things. And I said, well, but then what if, like, as a white American girl travels to Germany or Australia, goes to a university there for a year or two and comes back to the United States? Are they not using that education system? And which, by the way, my husband came here. He paid for his own way here. Then he got a loan, which he pays back that loan. So no one gave him anything. He worked very hard for what he gets. And at the drop of how he says, hey, let's go to Europe and go live there for five years while I get a PhD. Hell yeah, I'm on board for that. So, but she kept going on and on and on. And finally I spoke up saying, you know, you're my family, but I'm not going to sit here and let you talk like this at my husband. And then the night ended on more of a positive note, but as I'm driving, I felt, I felt angry at myself that I allowed this, this negative, this negativity go on and I didn't speak up. I didn't defend my husband more than what I should have. And my husband told me, he says, he's fine. He kept his mouth shut because he knows I want to know my family. And, but then I real, and then over the last few days, I realized like, I don't want this family. This is how they are. You know, I don't mm. want to, I've been happy. I've been fine. Uh, my husband's been my family. He's been a good part of me. These people have never tried to make an effort to be in my life. You know, why, do I need to force myself to be in it? So all that negativity and I just like, if I want to be more in their life, I'm going to deal with this negativity and it's going to push back on me because I'm going to be feeling negative about what they're saying. Right. And you have a choice to make after that. Yeah. And I'm not going to try to make them change their minds. It's just going to be a heated discussion, politics, religious beliefs, you know, who, what race is better. And it, I don't want to deal with that. That's just, that's going to be your belief. That's how you want to live your life. I'm sorry. That's how you are. You're angry. You don't like that someone's different than you and uh, and I feel sorry for you but I'm going to keep being me I don't care what you do as long as you're not affecting my life and I can choose to walk away from it and that's how I feel about energy you know you don't need to waste your energy to try to change someone else absolutely you can just walk away just just walk away don't worry about oh I don't like your lifestyle I don't like that you're doing this I don't like you're doing that unless their lifestyle is actually very much affecting you don't worry about it. Just walk away. Tell them, hey, you know, I can't be in your life if you're going to do this. If they don't make an effort to change because they don't want to, right. then move on. That's it. Yeah, and it's not necessarily about changing. It's about more, more, more evolving than anything. Because if someone you love is in your life, you know, and they're on a different energy level than you are, you know, yeah, it would be nice to change them, but I'd rather have them evolve and at least, you know, have the same energy wavelength that I have. Because once again, I mean, you're right. Because you know, if someone is an if someone's a negative person and giving you negative vibes is not benefiting your life in any any way, shape, or form. You got to walk away, and it's the hardest thing ever to do. But in the end, all you have is you. you all you have, all you have is, is your health, <laughs> your mental stability, and once that goes, you get a podcast like us. So the, the I heard a saying, and I like to repeat it: is that your life is the longest shortest thing you're ever gonna have worry about yourself you know and i have this struggle with friends with their relationships friendships it's always worry about yourself i mean don't be greedy i mean give be nice be courteous but don't stress on the small things people 
if they are meant to be temporary, let them be temporary. Because you know what? In a couple years down the road, you're not going to remember them. It's going to suck for a while, but you have to think what's better for you in the end. Like my husband. I love him to death. But if he suddenly said, I have to quit my job. I can't talk to my friends anymore. I can't see my family of what have what family I do have. I'm, you know, I'm not going to, like, sit there and take it. I mean, it's going to suck to leave, but I would do that. Because I'm not going to be married to someone like that. And some people, they just don't want to do the conflict or they don't want to deal with it. And it just, it kind of sucks that way. And... And I just, uh, so badly until I'm blue in the face, I want to just tell people, it doesn't matter. Just rip the band-aid off and let it go. And people, and I guess I get that it's the memories, it's the feelings that make you stay. You want to change them. You want to change yourself with them. But just, just do what's best for you. If you have kids, of course, you have to take your kids. But that's, that's how I feel is you should only worry about yourself. And if you have children, they should come before you. But this is why I do not have children, don't want children. I like to be selfish. I want to worry about just me. I have to worry about two kids or more. Oh, hell, I can barely take care of myself. That's it's going to be problematic. Well, trust me, it's tough, folks. But once again, you hit the nail on the head as far as, you know, when it comes to self-preservation, when it comes to your, your mental health and your physical health, and someone that's around you has that constant negative energy, as much as it hurts, as much as it's going to suck, you have to separate yourself from that. Because in the end, all you have is you. And I wish I can touch more on that, but I think you pretty much got that covered. You know, and with that, we shall uh, touch on a couple of just odds and ends. Because once again, this is the official <laughs> first episode. It, this first episode is kind of deep. and Yeah? Yeah, it's, it feels a little deep. Uh, I mean, I'm not even feeling like my goofy self here. I mean, it's just, it's a little deep. I mean, some episodes will be deep. Some will be talking about real mm-hmm. issues and... Some will be just completely random, and, you know, I, I guess that's kind of how it's going to go. But, yeah, I feel like this one's kind of deep, on a deep level. Yeah. I mean, you know, as my mother used to say, I mean, all the real humor is in dick and fart jokes, and uh, we don't have any today. I mean, this is more of a get Oh, to I can come up with some. I, yeah. I, yeah, I bet you could. <laughs> uh, this is more of like the, uh, you know, the, the pilot episode, and, you know, I think it's been pretty well so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it, and um, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, I like that I'd be able to get things off because you know some that little story I told a minute ago. I was thinking about that a lot today at work. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about that and just because I pretty much came to the realization myself today, and it's kind of sad. But at the same time, you know what? I'm I'm going away this weekend to go hang out with, you know, two brothers that I'm close with, and like, so I don't have much family. What family I do have is cool. I'm friends with people, and I'm still I'm doing me. I'm doing the best thing I can about me, kinda. I don't drink soda, so that's a good thing. <laughs> I don't eat Burger King all the time. Hardly ever. Never. Hmm. So, um, now, was there another topic? Or, you know, do we have time for another topic? I mean... Oh, uh, this is our show. We can talk for as long as we want to. Yeah, yeah, but the listeners... Well, here. So. Well, well, here, tell you what. Since you touched on soda, here. And here's a little tidbit about your host that you, that you didn't know. I don't drink soda at all. Neither do I, homie. Neither I, do I. I tried soda once when I was 12 years old. Didn't like the taste. Never drank it again. See, it tastes like acid, doesn't it? It, it, it Yeah, it does taste like acid. The carbonation. And yeah, the carbonation got me. And I drank it, took a sip. I'm like, that was it. I haven't touched it since. Yeah, for me, I grew up drinking sodas uh, a lot. And 
when I was a teenager, it made me, my face break out even more. And I think when I was about 16, I made a decision to not drink sodas anymore. Maybe the occasional Sprite, but not, and my face didn't clear up. And then after going like so long without drinking sodas, if I ever were to drink one, it does taste like I'm drinking acid. Now, I think the only carbonation drinks I, I will drink is like if it's an energy drink, but I don't like to do Red Bulls and stuff like that. There's this energy drink called Celsius that I'm in love with. There's no sugars. It doesn't have all the bad stuff that's in Red Bulls and things like that. But then again, I do drink Red Bull if I have vodka. So Fair enough. And I'm not a drinker. I uh, drink. I know. I know. I drink wine. I drink Merlot. Yes, I'm fruity like that, folks. Uh, yeah, I, I drink a little bit of Merlot oh, here and there. No, no, no. We gotta break you out of that mold. I throw down. I, I basically, I actually, I love it when I have friends that aren't much drinkers or mm. don't have experience in drinking, because I don't rest until you are shit faced, um, so much that you're either throwing up passed out or passed out in a bathtub and we have to turn on the shower to wake you up that's a true story it's awesome i actually got a friend to that point and poor girl i i love her to death and i used to work with her and she was so sweet and innocent but i will destroy you if you drink with me i want you to drink with me but i will destroy you um as we go on with with the various episodes we shall see where this goes because i'm utterly terrified now because i'm afraid to see what inner demons i have if i start drinking no i'm a, no, no i'm a straight edge schmuck so, yeah, I like stuff like this. Listen, listen, you can't ever get rid of your demons. You just have to learn to live with them. And what better way than to let them out, get drunk, and introduce yourselves? Maybe one day we will get drunk and we'll do a show drunk. That will be entertaining. Yes, That will be very shuts. entertaining. Oh, God, yes, I would love that. And, of course, before we do, I will say the views of our drunken selves not reflect the views of the slacking Majestically show. It's affiliates, it's sponsors, or family members, because I guarantee you the moment we do the drunken show... Our mothers will cry. Yes, yes. My mother will look at me and she'll say those words, I'm officially disappointed in you. Well, no, not my mother. She'll just say, well, I'm not surprised. Exactly. And, of course, before that, yeah, uh, drunken Adrian is a dangerous Adrian, from what I hear. Um, I, I think there's video out there, but I, don't, I, I, I admit nothing. I'm a happy drunk. See, I'm afraid to see what kind of drunk I am. That's why it's to test the waters. I mean, just be with people that, for one, first time you get drunk, don't be in a bar and being by yourself and being stupid. Be with the people that you think you can trust. Or just be by yourself. I mean, but it's always good to have at least someone else there with you that you can trust. Um, I made a lot of stupid mistakes. Oh, I have a lot of drunk stories. We should do a podcast talking about my drunk stories. That would be entertaining. I will make sure to not let my husband hear those. Um, it's... It's fun to get drunk. I mean, I'm, I'm a happy drunk. Uh, but then if I have someone that's emotional, that gets emotional, I, I'll try to cheer them up. But, this, but if cheering them up, not, I'll get emotional with them. Like, next thing you know, we're both <laughs> squished between two walls talking to each other. And we're just crying our eyes out that, you know, we're never going to find true love. That's while our own, you know, other house are right there by us. And, of course, staring at us, you know. In our defense, we were just dating then, so... <laughs> <laughs> so to put a capper on this very first episode we're going to do a little potpourri of stuff where I turn and look at my wonderful co-host and I will say give me your thoughts right now on the show itself uh, 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 we call this putting on the spot this is what we do fucking hate you P-H-U-C-K-I-N-G no 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 it's F-U-C-K exclamation point Three underlines. Um, 
I can't really put an opinion. It's, it's our first one, is, and as I mentioned, I thought, in the, you know, the first, you know, 75% was very serious. We were touching serious notes. And then at the end, we started getting a little bit more kind of, I felt like a little bit more, like, me-me coming out. And then, we, of course, we had to top off the show right when I have a good junk story at the top of my head. But well, well, we're we're going we're to save that for another show. Yeah. Can't, we can't, we can't that's give it away for another. Once. That's going to be for another show. If I remember, because again, I have long hair and a short attention span to go with it. But you know, I, I feel good. You know, I would like this to be a weekly basis thing. I would like to keep coming back. I would hope, while you said you do not, you know, plan to have 50 million f- viewers, I want that to be a goal. Of course, you know, that's a really hard goal to reach, but I want us to gain followers. I want us to put our names out there. I would like, I don't plan, or I don't have high expectations that we're going to be super mainstream popular. That would be really great. That's a goal to reach. But start off slow. Gain people over time. And, you know, I want us to grow from it. Again, you know, for our listeners, I mean, comments are welcome to, you know, suggestions of what we can talk about again. Things you like, things you didn't like. And, again, you know, I might call your mom a hoe because I, I take criticism. But at the same time, I think your mom's a hoe at the same time. No pressure. Yeah, same time, same time, same time. I just keep repeating <laughs> that. So, you know, I want to be able to hear from people. I want the feedback. I want to be able to know what we can talk about in the next week instead of waiting till the day of. And then my co-host tells me, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. Don't know what you're talking about. Instead of waiting days beforehand where I was like, okay, hopefully this day we're going to start sharing ideas. No, no. I'll wait just till like maybe two hours beforehand We before we record. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, of course you don't know what we're talking about. So, I guess I'll put my little capper on this. Yeah. Very first episode, I won't lie, I was nervous, ill-prepared, but we're starting over, different show, the original show's still going to be there, but this is our own little personal labor of love that we want to gain attention to. We want our friends to listen to it, we want our family to listen to it, we want total strangers, we're going to push it on to listen to it. We're going to want that feedback. I want movie stars to listen to this so we get fame and I can meet them in person and go to red carpets. No, go ahead. Go on. I'm still aiming for Christina Hendricks. Look her up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want this to grow into something interesting. Mm-hmm. You because know, I've known you for a couple of years working with you. You're highly sarcastic, highly funny, gave me shit like nobody else has ever had. Basically the embodiment of perfection, but go on. And, and you're modest. You have that subtle modesty about you that I love. And so that made me ask you to be my co-host. Yeah, because I figured we have pretty good chemistry. Even on our bad days, we're going to have our good chemistry a whole lot better than most people. And we're going to put it out there. We're going to be raw. We're going to talk about whatever we want to. Because we're going to do this until we get bored doing it. Yeah, and I I really do appreciate it. It really did take me by surprise. I know we did the one show together. And then about a week or two later, tell me that it got quite a few reviews and downloads. And it really took me by surprise. And... Then, you know, later on, you're telling me you want me to be your co-host. And I'm thinking, what? And, you know, I was very genuinely surprised because I always wanted to be on a podcast and just talking. And I would like people to listen and just hear what I have to say and just kind of have that interaction and just be a part of something. Because I don't think I've really ever been a part of something. And it's kind of good. And, again, I really do appreciate that you asked me to be your co-host. You could have probably asked a whole bunch of other people and probably a lot of people would have loved to take the spot, too. Mm. But you chose me. You chose damn right. I mean, their choices probably would have been very wrong and disappointing. But, <laughs> you know, you made a, you made the best choice of your entire life, pretty much, <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best case scenario, folks. Best yeah. case scenario. Very much. So, you know, that's, you know, uh, yeah, appreciation. Appreciation. <laughs> appreciation. I'm not good with words. 
Oh, oh, obviously. Obviously. I mean, I'm good at everything, but at the moment, you know, I'm slacking, just slacking because I'm a majestic slacker. Absolutely. See? Plug the show. She's good. We're going to plug the show. Now, this will be up on our Facebook page, folks. This will be up on YouTube. This will be up on Instagram. This will mainly be up on podbean.com. Now, next next couple of shows, more and more in-depth. We're going to get more and more deep, more and more silly, more and more uh, edgier and outrageous and all that other fun stuff. Warn everybody, because uh, we're just getting started, folks. And uh, with that, do you have any kind of sign-off, anything you'd like to say to the new listeners that are coming aboard and hearing Adrian and Ashley? Comment. Tell your friends, tell them to listen to us, especially when we start getting more and more, you know, awesome. I mean, we're already awesome, but there's new limits. I will make us reach those limits. And, you know, just talk about us. I mean, reach out to us. Talk to me. Talk to Adrian. I mean, just, just you know, we would love to hear from you. And, um, you know, if we're ready to wrap this up. I mean, because I already know, I'm already prepared. Someone was going to tell me, oh, you pick a playoff music. Yep, are you ready? And you know what? Yeah, it's going to be, it's a song I like to listen to sometimes. Love to sing to horribly. That's the one thing I could be bad at is singing. Angels can try to teach me and I would still make them cry because I, they cannot teach me. I will turn my back because she will start to dance and I will laugh through the whole entire song and I will forget to hit the cue to turn it off. Actually, this one, I don't really think it's dancing. It's from Steven Universe. If you don't watch or never heard of Steven Universe, shoot yourself in the foot and then go watch it while you're healing your foot. But it's, it's a really great show and it's about positivity and acceptance and kind of like what we talked about today. So I like this music and... um. Yeah, have a great weekend. Till next week.